Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Time for a week eight NFL preview with the return of monster performers. Ooh, spooky. And the do list, as always. Who knows what will happen on this Halloween weekend? And we can't forget about the NBA, right? So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, we are here on a lovely Thursday evening. Jalen already got me got me fired up right here before we're even going. So uh, we got another, uh, actually the best Thursday night game we've had on paper. It's even though it's grosser than you would have thought. Uh, the Ravens and the Bucks. Jalen Christian, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Liking this game. Uh, it's supposed to be a, hopefully a promising one. Uh, Christian, what's your thoughts? Pretty stressed. Oh my god. <laughs> And as soon as I say that, and yep, yep, and Chris Godwin gets about 40 yards right there. Yep, sounds about right. Um, yeah, just stress of so um, little quiet watching here today. It's just l- let you know that I'm over here just twiddling <laughs> about Greg Romans, making off play calling, and how our offense can't move the ball in the red zone at any point right now, which is a standstill. But hey, 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 we look at it, and you know trials that we can overcome and somehow become at the end of the year into a success. Yeah. Hey, man, Thursdays are tough. Sometimes you'll lose to the Browns on Thursdays. I've heard that happens to some good teams. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, this one's also, though, a lot of – I think everyone's been saying this is the Bucks like, write-off game or comeback game. Get right, everyone's been saying. All the names. I've been saying that for the past like three weeks now, and um, I, I kept saying I hope it happens for the Baltimore game, and now here we are. The thing is with the box, like even if it doesn't happen this game, like they still have plenty of time because they have the worst division. The other three teams are all rebuilding basically at this point. Well, Atlanta's better than people thought, but like, come on, Atlanta is your biggest threat. Like you'll be able to be better than Atlanta, realistically. We'll see. I mean, I feel like my, those teams could also all just fall off and Brady can just, you know, go off with that, you know. I'm just dang. Again, this, they're trying to get this run game going again, it looks like. But who you guys got going into this? <clears throat> you guys think the Ravens are going to be able to hold off all the, all the commoners? I mean, I would probably – not that ascent on this game, just because I don't know, man. This is basically a pick on the line. I think it was like one and a half. Uh, the Ravens were favored by. Like I, I think I picked the Bucks just because it feels like a weird trap game. But and like they have to bounce back. But I mean that could go either way. I really have no feel for this. Uh, but I lean the Bucks bouncing back, just because they've looked so so bad. Like they're gonna look better eventually. Um. Well, yeah, it, the line started out at um, Buccaneers' favorite one and a half on Sunday night last week, then flipped the Baltimore in the morning, and then the next day went back to the Bucks, and then yesterday went back to the Ravens, and today we walked back up to the Bucks. So, what does Vegas know? We'll probably find out. And now, now, and that's why I've been stressed all day. I'm like, what does Vegas know that I don't know? 
And they know because Fournette just freaking scored. Yeah, there's that. Like, like we said, they're trying to get that run game coming back. I mean, Brady needs his run game to be successful for him to be successful. And it's been worst in the league during this stretch, I think they said. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is a – it's like the Bucs have to have this one. If the Bucs get this one, they're fine. They're 4-4 four and four in the worst division, and they have Tom Brady. Even if he has distracted Tom Brady, like, they'll still be fine probably. Um, I don't know if they can – make it to the Super Bowl like this, but they'll win their division. I feel like no matter what. And if you're in the playoffs, you have a shot if you're Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. And then flipping it to the other side, the Ravens, you know, let's say they do lose this game. We just heard that Jamar Chase is out for six, eight weeks. Yeah, that's so now you got the Bengals that are going to be coming off a little – I don't know how they're going to come off. You know, I mean, their wide receiver core and Joe Burrow is still amazing. So I don't expect them to tune off too much, but – still number one receiver going out for a, for a while. So it's going to be interesting to see how even the AFC North is going to shake up right now because I think we all know Deshaun Watson, and when he gets to that Brown situation, it's not going to be pretty come week 11. It's probably going to be like three and eight looks like. I'll be quite interested to see how the NFL fandom reacts to each away game there. It is it, The Astros didn't get their – they're deserving because of COVID. Deshaun, Deshaun should get his deserving of just a, what bad. is going to be. It's going to be bad. I have a feeling signs are going to be removed at the security um, lines coming into the stadium. Lots and lots of very, very vulgar words will be used against him coming out that tunnel. Those chance, yeah. A lot of chance. Chance uh, censorship on TVs are gonna pick up, um, so you're gonna <laughs> not really hear, hear the crowd that much. Uh, so it'll be quite interesting for his return week twelve, right or eleven? Yeah. And he has some, what a and he plays Davis Mills his replacement, who is sneakily like the best young quarterback in the game. Give me the yeah, guy. I was about to say, Give, play, lock me in the Texas return game. Lock me into the Texans that week. I don't care. Lock me in. I don't care what the Texans are at. Lock me into their spread. They'll be America's team. Oh, yeah. There you go. And, I like, mean, also, aside cool. from all that, aside from everything we just said, the dude, as good as he was, he also has not played a game in two years. And, like, I don't care how talented you are. That's going to have – that's going to be very difficult. You're telling me there's no way he's just going to come out and be, like, Dominant first game probably isn't played in two years. Like, yeah. it's gonna take a That's few. Jamal Murray, right? That's different. All Jamal Murray did was post an inappropriate video of consensual relations, foolishly. Not the same. I mean, it didn't cost him a year, and that didn't cost him a year and a half. But oh, it's neat. I mean, I'm just saying. Way worse. And then you got Ben Simmons, you know. So, yeah, maybe we got to how, – how rough are you guys going to be on poor old Deshaun Watson? I know you guys are rivals. You're still going to rip him a new one? The Steelers? I mean, pretty bad. The Steelers are the one thing people always say is, like, well, they had Ben Roethlisberger. And, but, like – I don't think they're going to care. going to, like, go crazy on him. Even yeah. – so, like, 24 or, what, like, 27 now is a lot more than, like, what, Roethlisberger, like, two, which is still horrible, obviously. Terrible, but like so, yeah, they're gonna probably say some some pretty scary, terrible things to him. But it's gonna be worse in other places too. 
All right. So what's our first game, Colby? Right. Okay. Well, you know, every time you go across the pond, you got to give them a real sloppy one. So this is the Broncos and the Jags in London. The Jags are three and a half point favorites. I mean, I personally love the Jags here. Russell Wilson is um, keeping his teammates up while they're trying to, his teammates are trying to sleep and he's doing high knees on the plane. And uh, meanwhile, the Jags are London's team. Uh, they play there more than anyone. And Trevor Lawrence, I think they're bound to get one of these weird games that they keep losing close. Um, and the Broncos have just been so bad on offense. So I like the Jags a lot there in London, minus three and a half. Me too. Me too. Uh, I was able to dodge any heat from Christian because Russell Wilson did not play last week. So before you even start ranting on me, Christian, he did not play. So I feel like I hope that I hope that like negates some of it. But um, yeah, the defense, you know, is going over there to to uh, London. But I don't think this is it. I don't think this is the game they're going to beat. The defense will step in and do all that. I really think this is the one where Justin, I mean, not Justin, Trevor Lord, sorry puts away uh, Nathaniel Hackett because I've heard the rumors and I hope it's true that this might be the do or die game for him. So. Yeah, it's not looking pretty. It's gone about as bad as could have. So, Jacksonville where coaches go to die. This have long this, flights home. This cornball decides to go. Oh, I have like the blood of fucking Wolverine. Oh, love me. Uh, and it gets ruled out. Gets ruled out. Sir, you clearly don't have the blood of Wolverine. <laughs> you just got lucky you got ruled out. Also, Wolverine's blood isn't even what gives him his power. It's his bones. So, like, what? His blood would just be like a normal guy's blood. Well, he's Back a mutant, Colby. So, I mean, it's all in the genes. And All right, anyways, this is a, <clears throat> that's a, to- that's a topic for another time. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Russell heard the podcast and he wussed out just so Jalen didn't get roasted on the next day and Lamar misses another throw. Um, Cornball's got to unite. Yeah, so that easy, easy pick. Goodbye, Hackett. Good night, bro. Good, you're, good night. Put the nail in the coffin. You're out, boss. Put in me the Jags. All right. So we're Put on the way. Full team right. ride. On that one. All right. A, a disgusting game, although it actually has some meaning because of the NFC South. The Panthers at the Falcons. Falcons six and a half point favorites. Uh, the two and five Panthers, three and four Falcons. Fun fact: uh, the Panthers, who are tanking after trading McCaffrey and Anderson, just trying to get all these picks. Uh, if they, if the Bucks lose to the Ravens in this game, and the Panthers beat the Falcons, they will have possession of first place in the NFC South. <laughs> with PJ Walker at quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I love the Falcons here. Um, I can see why you like the Falcons, and I've been we've been riding the Falcons pretty well this season. But I'm here to tell you that I'm feeling the Panthers because in the NFL, you just don't tank like that yet, Colby. I don't think they're taking just yet after they won last week. I mean, like, I- you know what? We're still in this thing. We got yeah. some dogs here. I'm not saying they're, they're trying to I'm just saying like they traded people. <laughs> Uh, no, they just traded McCaffrey and a toxic Robbie Anderson. So you're telling me getting rid of an injury-prone running back and letting your two young stud running backs go off was a bad decision? Oh yeah, no, no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and take the Panthers to prove Kobe wrong. I'm actually gonna go with the Panthers as well. Uh, PJ Walker has only lost one game as a starter for the Panthers, and it just seems like a typical division goal game that. 
we'll look back and be like, why why did the Panthers beat the Falcons? Because <laughs> uh, the Falcons decided to show up and decided to beat the Falcons. Um, so I see this game being like a 9-3 game. Um, so like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something I'll just not <laughs> – I'll forget it's on red zone probably. Um, and yeah, so it's easy. Give me the Panthers. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to defend my decision for a second here. Oh, here we go. I just want to say it's a coaching mismatch is the reason I like the Falcons a lot. Arthur Smith, I think is a much better, no offense to Steve Wilkes. Like I'm sure he'll be a good interim coach, but like he had one year as a head coach. that was a disaster. And Arthur Smith is like a very clever, very smart play caller. That's really how Atlanta's winning these games with Marcus Mariota, who's like not very good. Um, they just run the ball and do cool, weird stuff on offense. So I think it's a coaching mismatch. But I will say also the McCaffrey trade, I do agree with you on that, Jalen. That's a master class. That they got that much from McCaffrey, that was a steal for an injury-prone running back. Are you kidding me? That was a great trade for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the trade with Robbie Anderson too. He was he's been toxic since then. We already knew he wasn't gonna like the locker room since oh, Baker got there. I, I so. was so happy when the Cardinals got Robbie Anderson because like Baltimore Twitter is like look at Robbie Anderson. I was like, no, no, no you don't want him, me, bro. I don't want that. You know, he thinks he's like a number one wide receiver on any team he goes to, but he's uh he's not. He's not, he's not. Of course the Cardinals got him too. That's like perfect place for him to go. Just to... oh, yeah, D-Hawk's back, so he's going to be number two for sure now. Oh, yeah, he just get Droppy Woods out for a couple of weeks. Yep. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes, sir. All right, we got a sneaky, fun game. Bears at the Cowboys. I'm not sure what line you got. This says the Bears are nine-and-a-half-point dogs at Dallas. I kind of love the Bears if they're nine-and-a-half-point dogs. As a disclaimer, I've gotten almost every single Bears game wrong. I completely psych myself out when I'm picking the Bears. Really, all three times I've put them in my locks to lose. They've won. Those are their three wins. So I I can't pick Bears games. But, I mean, if they're getting that many points, like, Bears are a well-coached team. I got to give Eva Fluce some props. And uh, Justin Fields, even though he's not, like, a very polished passer for, like, the NFL level, like, he can still do, like, special things at times that can give them big plays. So, I like the Bears if they're getting that many points. They maybe don't win, but I think they can cover that. I mean, after the outing they had at New England, there's a reason why I can see you would hop on that train. I think what's going on in New England speaks on more levels than what the Bears did. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Dallas defense is going to go and put up another great performance. I've been saying it all season, but, I mean, that's how they've been winning these games. So I'm going to go ahead and say Dallas – they're going to go ahead. I think they might even cover this spread, too. Um, Yeah, I'm in agreement. So I'm taking Dallas here with the spread because, I mean, Bears are going to Bears. You'll, you'll never catch me trusting the Bears <laughs> like that. And Dallas's defense is just playing phenomenal, I think. Unless Michael Parsons actually might be out. Actually, now I'm thinking in my head. Um, I think I saw he had a hamstring injury on the injury report today. Uh I I can't take the Bears. I cannot, dude. I, uh, give me the give me the Cowboys and the points. <laughs> yeah, Micah being out, I'm still not too concerned. I still think this Cowboys defense unit will still perform really well. Maybe not as much pressure on the quarterback, but they still got some nice DBs, not including Trayvon Diggs. So, yeah, 
All right. No, I agree. I would never put that anywhere near my locks. Uh, you never know what could happen in a game like that. But y'all are probably the Cowboys are very good. Okay. This is another gross one, kind of. Miami at Detroit. Miami is a three and a half point favorite on the road. I think they can still cover that. I feel like Miami is a much better team. Um, I don't know. Maybe Detroit can finally turn it around, but I'm, I'm done picking the Lions. I don't think I've picked them too many times. I don't think I'll ever pick them again at the Lions. So give me Miami in that one. I am going Lions. I think the Lions, they're back at home. Uh, I think <laughs> this is one of those games where it's under the conditions that Jared Goff wins. So not really much to, for me to go believe. Uh, that's the only thing I'm really believing for me to believe for the Lions to win this game. Um, outside of that, I mean, Miami's looking flawless with Tua. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Lions will actually keep this game interesting and cover the spread at home. Okay. Shoot. Wait, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Christian. This, bet might make, this game might make me go to bed pretty early. Um, um, this, this, my pick was going to rely on Colby's pick, if Colby was going to take the Lions or not, and he's obviously not taking the Lions, so I will take the Lions. Um, <laughs> Because he's not picking them. Um, lines off a bye. Give it to me. And it also it's just the Colby. Colby fade line factor. I'll, I'll give me the lines. They'll cover now. No. I'm never picking the lines again, man. Even if they win this game, I'm not going to pick them again. All right. I hope you pay for it. Okay. On to another beautiful, uh, oh, beautiful moon game in the Midwest. Uh, real comfortable slot. For a one Mr. Kirk Cousins as the Vikings host Arizona. They're three and a half point favorites. I mean, even though they have D Hop back, that, that obviously makes them more dangerous and could make this an interesting kind of high scoring game. But the Vikings are a much more buttoned up team. I think far even though this is his first year, I think a far better coach team. Kingsbury, not a great coach. And Kirk takes care of business at one o'clock every single time, almost. So I love the Vikings here. Yeah, um, I'm going with my boys, too. I think we're going to go ahead and take care of business at home, off a bye. Uh, this is one where this is a good spot for us to be in. So it would be a good statement game for us to hopefully get over the hump and control an offense, like you said, that is very high-powered. Give me the freaking Skull Vikings at this number. Are you kidding me? Against the fraudulent Cardinals? Feed me this line. Feed it. Jay Jetta, two TDs. I would love that. A wide receiver showdown between Jetta and Hop. Also, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> hmm. I love it. This game is going to make me all fucking cool myself. <laughs> it ain't going to be a pretty Thursday night, I don't think. Um, okay. Football, that is true. All right. So we're all in agreement there. On to another one that uh, isn't exactly what I would call a very intriguing game. The two and four Raiders at the two and five Saints. Uh, the Raiders, one and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, Andy Dalton is the guy in New Orleans. They're like, they said they're done with Jameis for now. Um, I love the Raiders here, man. This is one of my favorite picks, honestly. I really like the Raiders here, even though it's a disgusting game. I think they're kind of figuring it out just because the Raiders just have a dynamic offense. The, the Raiders offense um, 
is far, far better than the Saints. And I think that will give it the edge in a pretty gross game. I'm not saying they'll run away with it, but one and a half. They're crazy. Love the Raiders. Absolutely crazy to think that the Raiders have a better offense than the Saints. Um, I think you're just clouded with the, the, with the Devontae hype. Can we not? Are we just going to ignore the fact that even though Andy Dalton threw three interceptions, this man kept them in the game and the Cardinals? Like, even though he did throw those interceptions, this man was still even though, even though, even though he threw those three interceptions, he was slinging it. And I don't think the Raiders' deep defense is going to put up that same kind of challenge as the Cardinals did. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints, and I hate both these teams. So I'm going to, but I have to choose one or the other in the Jalen Gross Bowl. This line is so easy. It, this might this might be one of the easiest one of the week. Feed me the Raiders one and a half. What are we talking about? Thank you, what are we talking about <laughs> Andy Dalton at helmet? We're, no, give me the Raiders. Are you kidding me? They're gonna run it all over these boys. This is... Thank you, Christian. I'm so glad someone around here has some sense. You know what the other most important part of that is that I forgot to mention? This what, is Colby? Raiders revenge game on Dennis Allen for being such a bad head coach. Looks that they also a, have a bad head coach right now. It's a game for him, but I say it's a revenge game for them. They're going to cook him. McDaniels has at least – they at least have been, like, improving. They started terribly, yes, but, like, they at least can score points. They've been scoring points every week the last few times. Congratulations. You did the one thing you're supposed to do, put up points on offense. <laughs> Try to stop the other guys from not scoring. I forgot. Those are the other two things of football. But I think uh, I think their record shows they have won how many games, Colby? Two. Oof. But two of the last three, and they almost beat the Chiefs. So that that's basically a win. You know, I, they I almost... forgot. I forgot the Steelers only won two games. So that's why you're more optimistic yeah. than I am I for being in that position. Offense. So you can relate to it, I guess. I can't. I can't relate to it because they have a far better offense than the Steelers. I wish we had that offense. Okay. All right, I'm going to let you all go first uh, on these next two. This one, <laughs> here we go. Patriots <laughs> minus one and a half. At the Jets. Jets point and a half favorites. That may vary on your sports book. What do you all think on that one in New York? I'll let you go, Jalen. All right, Jets. Losing uh, Brees Hall, but you get James Robinson. I don't know if he's going to start next week. Wow, they're really showing the Eagles-Texans preview for next week. Sorry. That was just – oh, that's going to be a great day to round, round up those bandwagons for uh, the Davis Mill hype. Anyways, Jets. Brees Hall out, but James Robinson in. I don't know if he's playing this week, though. I think, though, after the Patriots get smacked, they're going to keep getting smacked. I think going to New, going to New York is going to be a different challenge with this defense just playing out of their mind lately. So I'm going with Jets. I was well will be with the Dill Hunters. No, Mill Hunters, actually. Um, Jets, two and a half. I'm just going to keep riding this wave with the Jets. I mean, how can you not? How can you not be happy for them? They've been through so much pain and just even a little bit of success for them. It's it's great to see. Um, defense has been playing really well for them as well, but Brees Hall being out definitely is a big blow with James Robson coming in. I think the split carries between him and Michael Carter. I feel like Michael Carter probably will outwork him for at least this week, but I think James Robson, as soon as he gets up to, with the playbook, be unleashed. Um, but 
I just can't trust Mac Jones and Patriots, man. It's 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 disgusting to look at. And Lamar got sacked by like twenty yards in the backfield. Offense ain't going. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. Um, yeah, Jets, Jets, two and a half. All right, y'all. Never be happy. <laughs> I will just start by saying that I hope I'm wrong. And I hope that you two are correct. I would be happy to get this pick wrong. But no, y'all are crazy. As bad as the Patriots have looked last game, uh, as much controversy and Mac Jones terribleness as they have, it's still the Patriots against and Bill Belichick against the Jets, man. The Jets are far better. And I, I love the Jets. They're a great story. But I mean, Zach Wilson hasn't been great in these wins. And Belichick has kind of embarrassed him uh, twice, two horrible games. Uh, so I feel like that's probably just, like the Jets are not going to score very many points in this one. And the, the Patriots probably won't either. The Jets do have a good defense and they do have the best player in the draft, Sauce Gardner, absolute monster. Uh, but I mean, I just, I hope I'm wrong, but I just cannot pick the page, pick the Jets over the Patriots, man. Can't it's do also, it. It's also at home at MetLife. I think that played a big factor in my decision. All right. The oh, yeah, next no, that one, New York crowd's going to be rowdy. I'm going to let you New York go. football back. The next one is the Steelers and Eagles. You all start this one. <laughs> Christian, you want to go first on this yeah, one? I'll go first. I'll go first. I've been I've been going back and forth, to me, if you want to be completely honest, because I could see the Eagles get upset by the Steelers. And I don't I don't want it to happen. But I can see it happen because it'll just be a typical, typical Mike Tomlin win just to get the boys rolling. But, but I will keep riding the Eagles' hot wave at their points. I mean, I just have to. Until the wheels fall off, you'll catch me riding those boys. They're playing. Coming off a bye, too. That's another thing. They're coming off healthy. Jalen Hurts. Playing out as mine, MVP caliber player right now. So, Hopefully, they keep up the train. All right. I hate the Eagles so much because what they've done to the past and Vikings just never match up with them. Uh, do I believe this is the one that the this is the one the Steelers can pull the cord and ruin the streak, you know, bring them back to earth? Is this the one? And I'm asking myself this because I'm. I have quite the amount of players on my fantasy team, too. So I had been asking myself this a lot. Is this the one that I see Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Pat Firemuth go off, and it all looks like it's all coming together? Is this the one? No. And God, no, it's not. They just got Robert Quinn today or yesterday. This is not the one. I, just, I hate to say it. I'm going to ride the Eagles. I just looked at it. It is at Philadelphia. I thought it was at Pittsburgh. Uh, I completely take back everything I say. Philadelphia will blow them out. I thought it was at Pittsburgh. That's why I thought they had a little bit of chance because I can see those towels just going around. If I had to, nope, never mind. Never mind. These Put them away. Yeah, lot. for real. That's a lot. All right. All right, Colby, what do you got to say? <laughs> Kobe is summer away at the moment, and we are doing Mickey Mouse screenplays on third and 22. Please fire Greg Roman. 
please. I'm tired of these stupid dump-off plays. We are. I have flashbacks of the Flacco checkdown era. This is ridiculous. Lamar just can't play good in Florida. He just can't. Like, what? <laughs> it's too close to home. <laughs> well, he is home, so I guess he gets. He is home, actually. So, I mean, oh, here we go, Todd Bowles. They've been putting a lot of emphasis. They started when I turned on the game. The first thing I heard was they were talking about Greg Roman. So, I mean, it's if good we to lose, see that they're trying to put some game, highlight on him. If we lose this game, I hope he gets fired. I, I <laughs> really hope he gets fired. Is that the rumor mill right now, though? Yeah, because we're going to the bye week. Oh, okay, okay. Last time we fired officer and coordinator midseason, 10 years ago, Super Bowl year. So let's freaking run it back. Run it back. We need a new fresh pair of play con. We need the juice. We we need to do something to trade deadline, too, as well. At least do something. We need some a little spark because this is ridiculous right now. We're playing boring football. For the Baltimore Ravens, we don't play boring football. Yeah, no, nah. I can see why Lamar's a little uh, frustrated too after that screen call. Um, this is uh, it, it's it's definitely different, especially when your defense is a little so wishy washy as it is lately. Man, what is? I wonder what Colby is doing right now. I wonder if he's taking a dump. But let's see if I can. Uh, I don't want to skip over his take, but he also just has his recording here. So I'm just going to go on FanDuel and see who we got here lined up that we have. You know, I got it up right now. Who do you want All right. uh, we got four o'clock games. We have Tennessee at Texans. Titans are a two and a half point favorite. Only two? Only two. So that's why I'm scared. I would be scared too if I was the Titans because I'm taking the Texans. I'm going to say that the uh, the game that they had last week, it was a good game. They're starting to find themselves. Got Damian Pierce. We all know I think the formula is just to just grind the ball down with Damian Pierce. So I'm fine with that. I think uh, that's what the Titans are going to bring to you. It's going to be another running back clash, just like last week with Josh Jacobs versus Damian Pierce. We got Derrick Henry versus Damian Pierce again this week. So I'm going to go with Pierce in the, in the Texans. Vegas knows something that we don't. And that's why I'll be taking the tag. All right. All right. So, yes, the Steelers, you know, 10 and a half point dogs at Philly, undefeated top team in the league right now. Um, front runners in the NFC, I'd say. I mean, I have no delusions that I, that the Steelers will win this game, but I think they might be able to cover the 10 and a half. At least I want to believe that they can cover the 10 and a half. That feels like a big number. You know, it's an in-state rivalry, Mike Tomlin. I want to believe that they can cover. So I'm taking the 10 and a half or however many it is, but the Eagles will probably win. I don't feel very much confidence. I hope that, uh, you know, Kenny just kind of gave that game away at the end. It was a learning experience, hopefully. Now the play calling is still pretty terrible, but I still have some signs of hope for Pickett, even though it's been ugly at times. Uh, but I don't think they have any chance to win. Okay. And before you say your Titans Texans answer, Christian, what were you saying before we got cut off? You were saying something about the Texans, I'm guessing? Uh, the Titans, I think. Uh, oh, you were rolling Titans. Uh, no, 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 no. I was going Texans, Texans. Yeah, the Vegas knows something, and I'm going Texans. All right, there you go. All right, Colby, what do you All got? Right. Titans or Texans? Two and a half for two. I mean, two. I'm, 
I really wanted to pick the Texans and get them two and a half at home and believe Davis Mills can do it. But Texans have dominated this team or the Titans have, I mean, they're, they're definitely have a better coach. No disrespect to Lovey Smith. Um, Davis Mills could be a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill soon. He, is he now? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, and Derrick Henry's still a beast. The Titans are a better, more reliable, well-coached team. They're on a roll. So I think the Titans will probably probably beat them pretty pretty easily, as much as, as sad as that makes me to say for Davis. Yeah, I was about to say, you're the only one to cope with the role with those Titans. So uh, Really? Yeah. Questionable, uh, questionable, questionable leadership at the uh, Davis Mills bandwagon central. But I, I still think Davis will play well. It, they'll be like, man, the Texans lost that game, but Davis Mills is good. We'll see what we say come Tuesday or Monday, depending on that. Uh, one of you guys got the next game up. I got, yeah, I got the, uh, okay, this is another, uh, this is the revenge game that never was. The commanders at the Colts. Colts three and a half point favorites. Maybe that's changed with Ellinger. I'm not sure what line you got, Christian. Uh, commanders. I'm probably taking the commanders and the points. I've seen Heineke play more than Sam Ellinger. This is like your two guys, Jalen. You must love this game. Yeah, two scrappy Heineke. white dudes just going at it. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun game. Uh, I was about to say you got Sam Ellinger, who I expect to just be slinging the thing everywhere. I feel like that it's gonna be a very very sloppy one where he's going to have like 35 pass attempts, maybe in the forties, but he's going to be like 250, like I said, 250 passing yards. So the dude's going to be getting the yards everywhere. Um, hopefully a completely different side of the offense. We haven't seen of the Colts yet, even though it's probably still going to be a little rough, uh, but you're playing the commanders. So who also has my other fun favorite scrappy white quarterback who's hype, but he doesn't have his defense with him. And last week I said that, but this week I'm going to believe in that as well. So I'm going to go with Colts. I will be taking the commies and the points. Uh, Heineke is electric. Um, and also I will be putting the dumbest bucket bet of the year on Sam Ellinger anytime TD rushing in. You kidding me? And then all you're going to see on the internet is we're back <laughs> all over the place. So I will be putting a large sum amount of money on that. I have no idea what the odds are, but you can't you can't just like not root for that man to run it in. And I'm also gonna be parlaying it with Heineke's first rushing TD of the year. So Heineke Heineke and Ellinger anytime TD parlay lock it in. You probably need dumbest bets of my life. It's gonna be a fun one though. Like when you think about it, like that's what you that's what we're expecting is like those that's how scrappy this game's gonna be. Like I think this one's gonna be a fun one. And yeah, no, I do agree it will be fun and scrappy, even though it's two bad quarterbacks. I think Heineke's better. Um, because I've seen him before. And I will say, like you look at it, the winner of this game very much alive in the uh, postseason hunt in their respective uh, conferences. When this, both these teams, even though they have questionable quarterback situations, uh, very much in this game. Um, sucks you didn't get to see Wentz play against the Colts, though. That would have been fun. <laughs> would have been interesting, but I don't know how good it would have been. I think this was the perfect story that we all wanted. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On to the other four o'clock games. 
we got the uh, classic rivals, the two G- boy wonders, geniuses, uh, the Niners at the Rams. This says Rams are one and a half point favorite dogs at home. I'm not sure what it says. This might be stupid, but I kind of like the Rams here, even though they've looked horrible. I just trust them to eventually figure it out because, like, they feel like they've earned that trust, even though there's some major problems. The Niners have a better roster, but they are depleted with injuries as well. And, you know, Jimmy G is never a surefire lock. Um, So I kind of like the Rams here to to pull a surprise upset at home and maybe get, get things calmed down a little bit. I just, I just can never understand your love relationship with these 49ers, man. One minute you're going to be backing them up like it's the end of the world. But then when it comes down to games like these, you're like, eh, you know, maybe they're not about it. You know, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not really. Maybe they're not it. But I'm with you. I have those same concerns. I don't really believe too much. I don't know how much this McCaffrey hype is going to be all about. I mean, yeah, they played the Chiefs. So that probably downplayed their trade a little bit. But um, I'm going to go with the Rams off their bye week. I think uh, I think that'll help him figure it out. Um, I'm gonna keep riding McBay's dad. Uh, McBay's dad has been uh, very good against him. I mean, I'll just keep riding that. Give me the Niners. Nice and simple. There you go. All right, I respect that, Christian. All right, all right, boys. Now, if you all remember when we looked back to uh, the beginning of the year when we're previewing the season and all that, Jalen and Christian as well. You remember what we've probably been like, oh, this will be for sure the biggest week eight game. This is a heavyweight throwdown, two juggernauts. It is the game between the the only game of the weekend between two teams with a winning record, just like everyone predicted, the six and one New York Giants at the four and three Seattle Seahawks after their upgraded quarterback getting moving to Geno Smith. Uh, this is going to be a great game, fun one. I kind of like the Giants here. I, I still – feel like Geno Smith is going to stop playing like the MVP of the league at some point. Uh, maybe not MVP of the league, but really well. And the Giants, man, they just always win these close games. I trust the Giants a little bit. I, I like the Giants here on the road. That may be dumb. It may be dumb, but it's a valuable argument, Colby. But I'm not going to ride with your argument. I'm going to go ahead and pick Seattle because I think Geno Smith will go ahead and get the job done. Just like how you can't pick a Bears game, I can't pick a Seattle game. But I am going to still try. I think this is one that they do win. Um, it's a big game. This will be good, for, big for uh, Pete Carroll to keep the keep the division because they are number one in the division right now. So who care? Everyone's going to have their eyes pointed to the 49ers and Rams for the division right now because they probably think you're not going to win this one. So I think this is the one where they win. I'm in the exact same situation as last week where we kind of like picked a team where, oh, wow, they're like, you know, up and coming, you know, Vegas knows something because the Giants shouldn't be the underdogs in this game, honestly, in my opinion. Plus three, again, we're back at it. I made the mistake last week. I'll try not to make the mistake this week, but I will be going with the G-Man plus three. I respect that. I will say Seattle, like, they did have a really nice win last week over the Chargers. That was impressive. But I like, I'm like i with you on that one, Christian. All right, boys, into the prime times we go. And for being honest, these are not very good primetime games. Uh, this one, you know, you would have thought at the beginning of the year would have been a pretty good one, but the Packers have not held up their end of the bargain. The three and four Packers at the five and one Bills uh, on Sunday night. Bills coming off a bye. 
the uh, favorites, best team in football, according to Vegas. Um, Super Bowl front runners, probably in many people's eyes. I, I, this has 10 and a half. I'm not sure what lines you're seeing on that one. Yep, 10 and a half. I mean, I still probably take the Bills the way Green Bay has looked and the Bills are off a bye. This is this could get ugly. I hope it gets ugly. Man, that, that's, all, that's all I want to say about this game. I really hope the Bills beat them in. Um, yeah, I'm on the same play. Bills 10 and a half. I can't trust this Packers team at all. Rodgers might kill someone by the end. Like, by their bye week, like, Rodgers will, like, flip. Like, he'll lose it. He's going to lose it at some point. <laughs> I can see it. That could be uh, – that could get ugly. All right, so we're all in agreement on that one. And then this is a terrible Monday night football game. This one you could have predicted. I don't know why they would have picked this, but whatever. Bengals at the Browns. The teams that were once me and Christian's uh, little underlings have gotten a little frisky as of late, uh, those Ohio teams, at least one of them. The Bengals, three-and-a-half-point favorites at Cleveland, even without Jamar Chase. I mean, I, even though the Browns have given him problems, I still slam the Bengals here, man. Jacoby Brissett is just not the guy. He's not going to make the plays you need to win at the end. And uh, Joe Burrow is, I would say, a top three quarterback in football. I confidently believe that. Um, as much as it pains me to say that about the Bengals quarterback, got to respect Burrow. So I love the Bengals there. Oof, Bengals and Browns. Um, Jamar Chase, yeah, not going to be it for this game. But Joe Burrow, dog. But you're at the dog pound, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to those disgusting dookies at uh, Cleveland. I really do think uh, Nick Chubb's going to get the run game. They're just going to stick with their run game and do what they do best, take the clock away from Joe Burrow and try and keep themselves in the game as well. I will be taking – it's like little brother trying to pick which one of them is – I'll be taking the Browns because – Joe Cornball is 0-3 against the Browns in his career. You just call Joe Cornball. Yeah, and, and at, at Cleveland, I think that plays a big factor. I mean, Jacoby did look good last prime time. So maybe Jacoby's just a prime time type of guy. I'm gonna take that tick. I think Jacoby actually has a good and we just he just launched it. Um and yeah, Jacoby, Nick Chubb, classic Nick Chubb two TD game, be it to me. I'll be I'll be happy. Uh, corn, well, it's be a real test, you know. Joe Burrow without Jamar Chase can't rely on him all the time, and we'll see how it goes. I feel like you, I trust Joe Burrow a lot more than you do, but that's fair. I mean, this will be a tough one, especially just because the Cleveland defense is pretty solid. Um, but all right, so that uh, concludes the slate. So I guess if you're all ready, we can hit our. Uh, the classics, before we get to the locks, uh, what do you want to start with, Jalen? The statement game or, or the upset alert or the upset? How about neither? Let's go with, since it's week eight, Halloween weekend, let's do our monster performers. We haven't done those in a minute. Okay. That's good. So we'll do a monster performer. Hey, draft. Um, I'll go first. And then, I'll go middle. There you go. Then. <laughs> Colby, it was like nose goes, and Colby didn't say anything. I'm good with that. I just haven't had the middle spot yet, so. <laughs> um, I'm going to say my monster performer, I want Justin Jefferson, and D, and I want that Justin Jefferson and D-Hop game that come to fruition. 
So I want for my my monster performers are going to be Jay Jetta. Uh, give me the Bills. I mean, stomp down, pending right there. Monster beat down. All right, I'll, I'll I'll go with a little bit of more of an exotic one. I'll say Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts finally gets some usage this week on the Panthers, and he actually balls out like everyone said he was going to. And remember, reminds you why he was such a crazy prospect and great player. How about Kyle Pitts to have a monster game for the Falcons finally? Um, give me the Eagles ten and a half against the Steelers at Philadelphia. I originally thought this game was in Pittsburgh, and I thought it would have been a little bit close if it wasn't Pittsburgh. Uh, but then I I found out it's in Philadelphia. I'm sorry, Kenny. Poor Kenny is going to be just absolute <laughs> ran through. Robert Quinn's most likely going to get a sack on him the first game as an Eagle. And <laughs> Kenny might go in concussion protocol again because he's. Come on, don't say that. He he's going to be running for his life. Poor Kenny. He will. All right, Colby, who you got for your lock? Are we doing locks right now? Was that your lock, Christian? Oh, wait. Are we do- I thought we were still doing monster picks. Oh no, it's just the one. Just the one. Oh, locked on. Yeah, I'll make that lock. I'll make I'll make Eagles lock. All right, All right there you me. go. So he took the Eagles already. All right. Uh, do you want to do the statement game and stuff first or the locks? Let's do the locks. Let's get them out the way. All right, let's knock we'll go right into the locks. Um so me or you, Jalen? You, Colby. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I talked this one up and said it was a gross good one. I'll take the Raiders. Uh, minus the point and a half on the road against the Saints. I mean, I just feel like they're a better team, um, plain and simple. I-, I think the Raiders are kind of figuring it out. I like them to kind of make a sneaky run here. They got some very winnable games coming up. In a few weeks, the Raiders, they might be right back in the mix if they can get hot. I love the Raiders. Ah, it's redemption time. You know, I got these guys wrong last week. I got their game wrong. I'm not going to lie. And I avoided close. I barely, barely got, I barely scaved away with them last week. I'm going to go back to their game one more time and pick their victor. But I'm not picking them to win. I'm going to pick the Jags to beat the Broncos. I'm not, no way in Sam Hill am I going back to that tape. I barely got, I barely scaved away unharmed from that one. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Jags. Colby, you can have the first go around for this round. What do you got? I was thinking about the Jags as one of mine. I I mean, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but give me the Patriots minus the point and a half at the Jets. In spite of everything that's happened, this is going to be a gross, low-scoring game, and the Patriots are going to win because the Patriots always win against the Jets. Hate to, hate to be a Debbie Downer, but give me the Pats as a lock. Even though they burned me last week, I'm going to do a, go with it a second week in a row. All right, Christian, who you got? Give me the Giants plus three as a lock. Now, this one, I'm glad you said Patriots, Colby, because that was the next game I wanted to go to as well. I wasn't going to say the Patriots, but I'm saying the Jets. <laughs> I have a full belief that I think the Jets are going to – all that talking receipts that you were talking about, about how Belichick owns these Jets. This is a different type of Jets, man. This is a new era. Oh it's time for it to change. Going with the Jets. Mm. Why do we go for it? <laughs> Why do we go for it? That's a tough one. We haven't ran one single play this entire drive. God dang Mickey Mouse play calling, man. 
Is this uh, the uh, end of the Harbaugh era? No. Can't be. Um, my last pick is going to be, oh, man, this is a hard one. Give me, give me Sam Ellinger in the Colts. I don't know why. I, I was about to say, hook him, baby. I was about to say, it's tough for him to prove Colby wrong. It's hook him time, man. I don't know why. I was to say, I actually got away with uh, no one picking that one. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yeah, give me the Colts. Colts with a uh, Colts with a little upset action. What? My go, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jalen. I. I can't. I, I'm disappointed in you as a fan and as a homer. I cannot believe that you, you were going to go with Sam Ellinger as your final lock and not when, when Kirk Cousins and your beloved Vikings are on the board at one o'clock. Because I used them as monster pick already. Wow. Well, well, then I'm taking them as a lock. Give me the <laughs> minus the three and a half over Arizona. Vikings are a buttoned up team coming off a bye. You think you, you think you really need a bye to prepare for Cliff and Kyler? Yes. <laughs> You're going to be just fine. <laughs> Uh, Last time we, we probably could have used a buy. Well, I love the Vikings. That's my final lock. <laughs> I love my picks this week. All right, Christian. Uh, I don't even know what I picked anymore. I am just. You have the rate. All right, here's what you cannot pick the Jags, the Eagles, the Raiders, the Giants, the Pats, the Jets, the Colts, the Vikings. Give me Cowboys nine and a half. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. And since we skipped them, we got upset and statement games. Um, Christian, start us up with the upsets. That's why I was like, I was like, I feel like we skipped over something. I was like, I, that's why I felt like we were <laughs> like, um, upset. Let's go with the Texans. There's something fishy about it. Texans upset. I hope I. I don't know. I don't want them to use their upset magic yet. I want to. I want them to save it for next Thursday. Um. For that being said, I'm going to go with Lions as my upset pick. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw the look in your eye. You were like, this is the perfect time to say something about Detroit, huh, Colby? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to pick Detroit. Don't well, worry. Guess what? They're at home, and I think they can do it. So, um, You know, for my upset alert, I'm going to – I'm going to. I don't know how much of an upset this would be, but according to Vegas, I think it's an upset. I would say I'm going to go with the Commanders over the Colts. I think – does that qualify as an upset? What are they, like three-and-a-half-point dogs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Lions had a big up, uh, big one too, so – or the Texans. Yeah, not two crazy spreads. That, not the craziest spreads this week. No. So, yeah. I'll Besides take the Steelers. My upset. Yeah, except the – well, I mean, the Steelers have earned the spreads. Come on, give us some credit. We're bad. <laughs> uh, as good as a two-win two team can be. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, statement game. Colby, what you got for your statement game? Um, for the statement game, you know, there's there's a lot of options here, but I'll I'll back up my pick that I said earlier, and I'll take the Rams for a statement game. This off a of buy could be the Rams' chance to be like, okay, we have some problems, some some real real problems, but we're figuring it out. We're getting it buttoned up. We're gonna snap our skin against Jimmy G and company. Statement win for the Rams, put themselves right back in the driver's seat in the disgusting NFC West. Christian? Detroit Lions off a bye. MC Deep Seat gets the boys rallying for one game at home 
forward feel. Let's get it going, Lions. I love how you said it, too. Just uh, the fact that it was for one game. I think they can get the boys going for one game. Yep. I love how you said it like that. Um, <laughs> give me the – give me probably the biggest statement game that we have this whole week, the Giants at Seattle. I'm going to go ahead and say my statement game, give me Seattle. Make sure, Prove to me that you guys can be the NFC West winners when everyone has actually dismissed you. I like that. That's a good one. Big spotlight moment. That is. All right. Um, in our bye week teams are the Chiefs and Chargers. Those are the only two. Woo. Yeah. I was about to say, I was trying to come up with something special for them, but uh, I, got, I can't really, you know, I think their situations are pretty – we already know. We already know what their situations are all about. Only question I could think of was, who do you think will go further in the playoffs? Well, right now, I think that's pretty easy. Yeah. easy answered. I think that's a pretty easy, easy question. The other one is, do you think this one question can be, do you think the Chargers will actually make the playoffs with all these injuries now? That could be a question for you all. You guys think the Chargers will still keep it together to get to the playoffs? I still believe yes. No. Oh, no. I was about to say, I'm a little doubtful too myself. Not going to lie. I'm not going to bail on Herbo just because he's got a bunch of injured players, a questionable coach, and some hurt rips. I still. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, we can can put all the blame on that, but it's not looking good at all. This team is reminding me a lot of the Baltimore Ravens last year, just injury riddled left and right, and they're losing star players. Like, I feel bad. These Chargers are supposed to be the next, like, pretty much big one, and they're just having these high hopes. And Herbo is being set up these high expectations that he has not even proved that he can achieve in a way. Like, he's not going to be putting up these MVP numbers out of nowhere. You have to give him progression, and there's just no room for progression at this rate with these with everyone putting it at these high standards. So Herbo, what is he in the year three now? Yeah. So you head into year four, dude. It's no playoffs. I don't know, man. I still think it'll make the playoffs, but those are some valid points. <laughs> I, think, I think something would have to change if they don't make playoffs, and I have a feeling Brandon Staley will probably get the axe. Yeah, he, Staley could be in trouble. Yeah, I think this is a big year for Staley. He's definitely on a time clock. Um, one thing that I guess one question I can't come up with the Chiefs did get a new toy. I forgot who or a new wide receiver. Tony. Yeah, I was about to say they got a new guy over there and and uh, at Kansas City. But uh, my question, I guess, will be for you guys. Even though they got this guy, you know, I'm going pretty much I'm ignoring it because I don't think it's going to really change much of the playbook. Do you guys think the same way as well? Like, you, you think this is just like you know just another just another receiver that they got. Yeah, it's just the rich getting richer, I feel like. I don't think it's going to, like, be a game, like, just make them unstoppable now, but I think it'll just be another weapon that they'll figure out a use for and it'll make them better. Um, so it's not great. I mean, it's pretty hard to play defense against the Chiefs anyway. So At this rate, Kadarius Tony is just the modern-day Deshaun Jackson. I mean, he comes out, has that one play, gets a hamstring injury, and that's about it. Um, and that's way overthrown. Um yeah, and typically if 
Kadarius Tony. I think he's actually came out. He said he's not even hurt. He's been hurt this ever since like week one or some sort. It's like <laughs> he's. Yeah, no, it's weird that he didn't want to play for Dable, right? Yeah. Like, imagine if he actually wanted to commit it. How hyped that team, prop that offense could have been. He's explosive. Or... He's extremely slow. He has he has the potential. I've always seen him always like a kind of like a Tyree Hill kind of thing, but he hasn't really shown like nationwide that he his abilities. Um, so if he can kind of stay healthy. I could see him be kind of like a low key, like the new big threat for Patrick Mahomes. I did pick him on fantasy as soon as I saw a notification, just in case, but we shall see. Hey, you gotta take, you always gotta prepare ahead first, you know, especially on some of these trade targets. Um, I even had to hesitate for when I saw Miko was available. So, but yeah, um, those were the little storylines. Final thoughts, anybody? Um, you wanna get some NBA thoughts? Uh, I mean, the Jazz are pretty bad at tanking so far. Uh, anyone see that coming? They're four and four and one. You know, actually, Bobby, I did see this coming. Remember how I said at the beginning of the preseason when, when they did trade for Rudy Gobert? I was like, hey, they got a lot of good guys from the Timberwolves that can play ball. You shouldn't sleep on them. They got some role players. And then, you know, they got more and more role players. All right. So, uh, here, here. Hold on. Lovely remember, I did. I didn't. Jalen already got me, them. got me fired up right here before we're even going. So I just want to say uh, I did have the Jazz at least staying a little feisty. You know, I didn't think they would be this good. I'll admit that. But I did say they would be feisty. All right, Cole, what are you trying to say? You're pulling up something here. Um, while, while, while Kobe looks up what he's looking for, their due parlay of the week will be DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, and as well as Derrick Henry. Those are pretty trustworthy names, I'd say. Henry. Yeah, none, they haven't scored. DeAndre hasn't scored his first one. Cooper actually has been a while since he scored a touchdown. Um, and the, Derrick hasn't scored a touchdown in a while, too. So pretty household names for a while that you haven't heard as a scorer. <laughs> I mean, the way we were talking about these storylines, too, for these games, we were ta- we were like, hey, D-Hop versus Justin Jefferson. Hopefully, they'll have a good scoring battle. Uh, Derrick Henry versus Damian Pierce. That's yeah, a good scoring go. battle. And then you got Cooper Cup, who does all the offense for the Rams, versus the riding back, you know, running back receiving and all those guys. That's, I guess you can call them the Shanahan clones because they all <laughs> do the same thing. So it's gonna be interesting. Those are all good guys. Those are all guys that can set up for something. And I like how they put up the seventy-yard field goal graphic. Acting like, are they are they doing that? <clears throat> yeah, bringing them out. All right. Yeah. Oh. All right, Colby. What were you digging up there? You were looking at something. Um, no. I was. I don't know if y'all could hear that. I had to try to mute myself, but I accidentally started playing the first part of the recording while I was trying to put it in the file. So I was trying to get it to stop. Uh, oh. It's having some technical issues. Um, but yeah, the, that's some good points right there. Um, yeah, man, I'm also just, I'm really excited to talk some NBA here as we get later into the year, because it's already some, a lot of intriguing stuff going on there. Yeah, like how uh, Jamal Murray's not really working out as soon as you thought he would. I did not say – no one said he was going to be great the first couple games, dude. He hasn't played in a year and a half. He destroyed his knee gruesomely. It's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. All right, the 10-minute warning just came up. 
So I think that gives us a few minutes to go ahead and talk about this NBA stuff going on here, Colby. Christian, if you uh, if you have been following the NBA, I have not. I don't look at the NBA until January first. Um, that's so. a good time to not pay. That's a good time to literally save your brain, <laughs> save yeah, your brain I, from the yeah. NBA well, drama. Yeah, you won't catch me doing that because um, I lose a lot of money on NBA too. So like, I try to stay away from NBA. <laughs> so I'm not tempted to put money on it because I I'm very bad at betting at NBA. Um, so that's we'll, we'll wait until after college right. football playoffs are done. Since you don't follow it, I'm going to ask you this then, Christian. Which one of these teams sounds surprising to you to be in the top eight right now after one week of play? Get riled up. Ready? Mm-hmm. You got the Wizards. Oh, fucking hell. The Knicks. <laughs> oh. Um, that's just the East. The Jazz, the Blazers, and what? the Spurs. The Jazz? Wait, wait. The Jazz are playing good <laughs> yeah they're four and one and the blazers what? are also four and one yeah danny age is like in the stands pissed he's like what the heck is going on i, I wouldn't just do like they're i'm like dude we're supposed to be tanking we're supposed to get we're, we're supposed no, to get dude, they got some dogs out there like i was telling colby they got some dogs out there they always on purpose like the best five game stretch of his career he's going we're, crazy we're exactly to, we're supposed to convert what am maya to a mormonism like <laughs> It's a good to, it's a good place to do it. I heard over there in Utah. Um, let's see. Oh, Colby, what are your thoughts on? Uh, here you go. This makes I think this makes you happy. I don't know, Christian. I don't know if you share that same hatred as we do about the Lakers, but Owen four. <laughs> um, I don't know who this Owen guy is, but he's sticking yeah. around for the Lakers for a while. It looks like I did see Great. that. I did see that. Yeah. I was, about to, I was about to say, Colby, what are your thoughts on all that? Because Russ think, didn't play. Russ didn't play against you guys. No, I mean, so, Russ uh, has the biggest problem. He's just one of their many problems. Um, no, like, yeah, they're terrible. It's great. Um, I feel bad for Le- – I do kind of feel bad for LeBron. Obviously, he's achieved everything he needs to, but, like, they ha- are definitely wasting, like, years where he's still a great player. Uh, but, man, whoever made this raw – like, really any of us – Anyone who is like actually watches basketball could have like consistently could have told you that putting Russell Westbrook on this team and not only that, but building out this roster the way they have would not work. It's not like people are saying this in retrospect, like people were saying these moves when they made them were stupid and they were. They have a bizarre roster in the modern NBA with LeBron, a great disher. They have no shooting, they have like the worst, one of the worst shooting teams I've seen. Um, they're they're terrible i put them in the high ceiling low floor category clearly it's leaning towards low floor uh really bad start they're not good hey colby you see this picture you, you see this this is my reaction right now because i'm looking at these standings <laughs> and I'm, re- I'm remembering actually some of these uh teams that you had on that low floor uh or like you know just completely dismay kings are zero and three rockets are one and four that was right Thunder, one and three. You were right. Mavs, one and two. I mean, it's really early. They only played three games. But they're going to win, I think, tonight. Or no, they're tied about, with four minutes left. I was about to say, the Jason Kidd system might not be working out. <laughs> um, magic, here we go. Oh and five, your magic. Not I ideal for <laughs> your magic there. Um, the Sixers, one and four. I think they'll figure it out, but yeah, not a great start. 
and the Pistons are also one and four. I tried to defend them earlier. This I tried to defend the Pistons, but uh, they only have Kay Cunningham, so they can only do so much. All right, yeah. now our official final thoughts, because that's all I got. I just looked at the NBA standings, and I was just going off of that, <laughs> to be honest. Can I do one more? Uh, can I ask Christian a basketball question that we've done for my yeah. final thought? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Christian, do you have time for a question? Yes, yes, yes. All right, because I, I like, like you said, you haven't really followed NBA too much, but you mentioned Webb and Yama. Of the teams that are realistically like won't be in the playoffs, won't be good, where would you most want to see Webb and Yama go? Me and, me and Jalen talked about that one when we did our NBA preview. So Ooh, he's living most likely LA. not going to the playoffs. <sighs> he would look. Like, Just imagine him in purple and gold. Can't go to the Lakers because the Pelicans have their pick. Yeah, I know. That's why I smile at it. That's why I laugh and smile. That pick. He's going to be a New Orleans Pelican right along Zion. Because the, Lake, the Lakers will get the number all draft pick, but they won't get it because it goes to the Pelicans. Dude, that'd be hilarious. I'd be so fun. I'd it'd make my day. It would be disgusting because Zion will probably forego his last years of his contract and leave. And then Victor will be in the same spot as Zion has been these past couple oh, of years. Kidding? Are you kidding me? No way. If they have Victor, if they had Victor, Zion, and Ingram, like, Wait, that would be a dynasty. Victor, Victor might be the most like highly prospected guy since Zion. He's gonna be better than Zion. Yeah. He's, he's dude, like the man's like legs. If he gets like one entry, dude's done. Dude, dude. Yeah, the dude's pretty thin. The dude's pretty dude, thin right now. Kind of, he's not like Chet thin though. He's like gonna be able to put on muscle too. Chet is gonna be such a bust, man. I'm, I, like, I just can't see Chet really sort of thrive with being that skinny in this league, man. I can yeah, just see him getting dunked on and breaking both of his legs. It is concerning. Yeesh. I don't yeah. think I will have that issue, though. Knock on wood. And he's just like, also just like cash money from three. Like, he's really unguardable. You cannot, he's not going to be able to be guarded. <laughs> yeah, but I could also see Victor be the first piece of the Thunder. Um, the first oh. piece. The first piece. I think I said the I said the Pistons or Charlotte. Ew, you're disgusting for that. Do you really wake up in the morning and think about that? Him I do because I do. I do because I love Kate Cunningham, bro. Kate Cunningham and Webanyama would be filthy. They would be not be the same old Pistons. That'd be that'd be. I was a Pistons one is one I'd be rooting for too. It's just they need to change their jerseys, man. Their jerseys are so boring. I need I need some, I need some spice. And they also just picked Ivy, the kid from Purdue. They did pick awesome. Ivy. They did pick – I was a big Ivy guy because Purdue was pretty cover gods in uh, my NCAA um, bets. All right. All right. Three minutes left. Now we got our final thoughts ready for us. Colby, you got your NBA stuff out. Any uh, any final thoughts? You want to go back to them or do you – are you going back to the NFL? Something else. It's final well, thoughts. You know – uh, I guess I'll switch back over to the NFL. And I'll just say, I, I, I made it one of my locks, but Zach Wilson, I really hope, proves me wrong and, like, falls out on the Patriots this week. Because if Zach Wilson, like, can actually pan out and be good, the Jets have the potential to be such a fun team for a while to go. And he has some potential to be – he can do some cool, really cool stuff if he can figure out how to play consistently all the time and not throw interceptions. Um, so that's my final thought. Come on, Zach. Give give the people of New York something to really cheer for. Christian, final thoughts? Uh, I'll let you go first, Shane. I might go for a little bit. 
Hey, um, my final thoughts. I'm gonna go also to the uh, to the NFL here. I'm gonna go to my Vikings. We got the bye week. We're off the bye week, so I'm hoping for. I'm actually expecting some big results. So I hope we get a good performance on Sunday. And yeah, let me uh, let me see that Kirk Cousins at one o'clock again, man. Uh, that's what I like to see at high noon. Uh, as a reminder, little baby will be having a World Cup song. World Cup starts in the month, so be on the lookout for that, everyone. Um, I have my World Cup picks. I do pretty much dabble in international soccer, and I do pretty well in that. Um, uh, but regarding last thoughts, this goddamn offensive coordinator needs to get fired. <laughs> fired. This is ridiculous. Mickey Mouse play calling, and Lamar is looking pissed off and is just not happy right now. And it's, it's a good thing the bye week's next week resurface because something needs to change a trade oc's fired something to spark up his goddamn team because it's ridiculous and ryan Fitzpatrick beard is looking majestic but godly can we please can we please bring back baltimore football that we all know and love jesus lord and i am out that is amazing and that is all folks thanks for listening <laughs> oh where's that record button Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.